Oh, hello there. This is Hack the Dino. I'm Ben Rosenthal, your co-host of this particular podcast in which we discuss pop culture goings on Like video games, uh, like independent video games, like comics, like independent comics, and Indiana Jones. But not so much that, because that last movie was trash. Joining me, as he does each and every episode, is Mr. Dan McGuinness. Hello, Dan. Welcome to episode 27. Whoa, good afternoon, Ben. Good afternoon. Now, if anyone uh, after hear more. any uh, in, in this episode, we've got a bit of noise in the background, because as you know, we, we are recording live at Greenlight Comics. We are a, a comic book store where people we are do a come in. And we have tonight, we have an actual a, a, a book launch. Actually, we have three book launches. Yeah, three book launches. On three tonight. for one banger. Free from the, the indie comics extravaganza bonanza. I think it's really, like that's that. a lot of Z-sounding words. So there might be a um, a bit of extra noise on this. No, we apologise, but that's just the banter. And awesome I don't apologise. Yeah, and for those who are watching on the video, we also have a beautiful my Star Wars sheets up on the background for my bed in the background. <laughs> I was wondering what that stand. Anyway, <laughs> uh, we have a guest each and every episode. Uh, sometimes I double up, sometimes I don't. This time we have independent game developer. Mr. Carmine Fantarella. Did I pronounce that correctly? Perfectly. Yeah. Awesome. I rock. I'm going to edit that, so I'm not asking you that question, <laughs> so I just come across as really, really you'll cool. Ne- you'll never get around to editing. That. No, but I'm really lazy. <laughs> Welcome to Hack the Dino. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Now, um, you are the de- sole developer? That's right, yes. Sole developer of the soon-to-be-launched Icebox Speed Gunner. That's right, yeah. And for those be- of you on our Facebook stream, I'm holding up the card there now. You can check it out. That'll be on uh, Steam uh, October 19th, Adelaide time, October 18th, uh, US time. Oh, fantastic. So, so next Thursday morning, um, it'll be launched on Steam. And how would you describe it to people who have never played it? So I say it's a uh, run-and-gun 3D platforming FPS. So there's a lot of running, a lot of gunning, a lot of jumping, a lot of shooting, and you try to do that as quickly as you can to get on the leaderboards. Um, that sounds insane. It is pretty It's pretty fast. It's pretty twitchy. It's... Um, Twitchy. Yeah. You know, it's like uh, you're trying to headshot guys and you're trying to do it as quickly as you can, trying to hold on to your resources. And uh, yeah, like I said, it's if you can do that really well, uh, you get on the leaderboards and you get a bit of bragging rights and stuff. There is a story to it as well. You're trapped inside this sort of matrix. Is it, is it a runner as in like an endless runner or is it more no, like a level-based kind of thing? It is level-based. There is a there is a campaign, a 20-level campaign, um, and you basically start in a... You know, matrix-like prison. Yep. Um, I have actually cheaply you gave me the key. And I, funnily enough, started life in a matrix-type prison. So yeah, we're all well versed to play. <laughs> so you have to escape out of this thing called the icebox. That's the idea. Okay. Make your way to the central AI, take it out, and if you can do that, you, you escape the icebox. It's all about shooting and running. Running, jumping, and shooting. And the better, the better, the more you master the game, the better you get at it, and the higher you. Get on the leaderboards. Yeah. Um, now, is it a, a randomly generated setting, or is, can you memorise the patterns? There is the campaign. It does use a procedural generator in the background, but right. for the campaign, the the world seeds are fixed, so that way the campaign, the twenty levels of the campaign, everyone competes on the same tracks. Right. The same levels. Once you complete the tutorial, you unlock. Um, not only the campaign, you unlock these marathon modes where you can do the whole campaign in one level mm-hmm. um, as a, like a 25, 50, 75, 100k level. Yep. Basically from your prison cell to the central AI without any loading screens, that's procedurally put together. Okay. Um, and then there's also a games plus mode. Once you finish the campaign, you can basically do it all again with random world seeds so the levels then become randomly sort of <coughs> assembled. Okay. Um, and there's a whole bunch of different other gameplay mechanics that you can play with um, in quick games and stuff. So it does use a procedural generator, mm-hmm. but the campaign itself, the 20-level campaign, uses a fixed seed, so that way everyone's competing on the same tracks. Now, do you, um, <coughs> is, is this your baby, or do you work with a team? Or I'm a one-man band, yeah. Whoa, you did the whole thing by yourself? That's right. Did yeah. you do all the music? Yes. Whoa, um, that's so heavy. As, yeah. as, as a person who has... Yeah. I had a little go at it. That's a lot of game in there that for just one person. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, yeah. I have, I'm 100% impressed. Thank you. <laughs> there is a female narrator. There's a there's a, this outside. You did that too? I was, wow. about to say, I was about to say that the only bit that I had to get some help on was um, this female narrator. So yeah, I've got, I've got, she says a lot. There's a fair lot of speaking in there. Yeah, so, like, so she must have a fair lot of lot. She, she did. Uh, it wasn't too bad, actually. It wasn't... It wasn't um, like a day's work, a week's yeah, work? Yeah, yeah. So I basically sent her out the script and she pretty much nailed it on the first go. She gave me a couple of versions of each line and I could work with that. Um, and it was... it was That was actually one of the 
easiest experiences I've had. You know, I was, I was expecting a lot more trouble, but she actually did a really great job. So. You know, you're speaking to a real developer when the voiceover person is the part that you're dreading and not the <laughs> hours upon hours of maths and coding oh, they, they have to go into? No, it. all of that was, was, I dreaded a lot of that too. So, there's, a, there's a lot of grind um, when it comes to making a game. There's a lot, months, weeks of, of grinding work. So how long have you been working on it for? So about four years ago, I downloaded Unity, which is the game engine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was renovating houses before that, and the house that we're living in now, I was building that house at the same time. So for the first two years, I was prototyping, mm -hmm. learning about Unity, learning the things that it was good at, the things that it was deficient in, trying to build my toolkit of, of you know, plug systems and structures yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff that I could use. Uh, and while, so I was working on the house during the day and I was prototyping at night and then about two years ago I sort of started getting involved with the local games development community as well so I started getting to know people around and going to playtesting sessions and so on. Mm -hmm. um, so I started taking the game out, getting some feedback and I realised, okay, this bit here will become, this can become the game, yeah. which is what we see now. And so six months after that I took it to Avcon uh, yep. in the middle of the year, 2016, yep. got more feedback really knew, okay, the running and the gunning was the bit that people were really into. What was in there before that? What did you take so out? When I was prototyping, Pokemon. <laughs> when, I was, when I was prototyping, I, was, I always started with that core feature of like this procedurally sort of put together level of sectors that are that are handcrafted, but they sort of procedurally put together and it was like a racetrack and it was running. Yeah, yeah. That was the core part of the game, but then I thought, okay, maybe there needs to be a bigger story. There is a light story and a lot of the story actually got stripped out of the game to, to focus more on gameplay. There is a little bit of story now, still left there to motivate you to continue on. Mm -hmm. But in the earlier days, there was a there was a big hub world with a with a terrain. So I was exploring Unity terrains and how to work with them. Basically thinking that all of these worlds that you go into are sort of connected through this hub world. So you go into this hub world, then you go into a portal and I was prototyping that. Yep. Prototyping, yeah, a whole bunch of stuff. And that all that got taken out. And it was like, don't worry about that stuff. Don't worry about too much story. Yeah, don't, worry about too much, don't worry about too much slow-paced stuff. This game wasn't about like slow-paced. It was about, it, 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 you want to be able to even shoot doors to open them. So in, in some of the early prototypes, you'd go up to a door, you'd have to press a separate key to open the door to get through. Nah. Let yeah. people just run up to it, either make it open automatically, like an automatic sliding door, yeah. or shoot it as you go through. So everything became really... It's about streamlining. Like that old yeah. play Mario Brothers. You know, you just yeah. want to go keep yeah. on always pressing forward, and yeah. it's like... <laughs> always holding the right. Yeah. Yep. When I, got, when I played well. it, yeah, I got that vibe. From it. This is all about finishing these levels as fast as you can. And mastering it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, because you can't do it. It doesn't matter how good you are, this is a game where you're going to be replaying levels a fair lot. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's, it's like... The first time around, you might die, you might not know where the bad guys are, you might not know where the traps are and stuff. But the second time around, you start learning the patterns, you start learning where... You start recognising sectors and you go, okay, okay, there's a bad guy normally over there, or there's some loot normally over there, or maybe I can cut this corner. And so you start getting better and better, and then by the end of it, by the time you're fighting with Central AI on level 20, it's almost like the central AI is supposed to be scared of you as the master rather than you scared of the, yeah. the, the world. Oh, so he runs away? In a way, when you, hey. shoot, when you shoot the central AI, it screams out when you shoot at him. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so it you're looks, basically hunting down this thing that's captured. Yeah. Cool. Take, you, you need to take it out, and if you do, you, you basically escape the icebox. That's the end of, that's the end of this game. I hope that down the track I might be able to explore what happens after you've escaped it. And it depends on how, how the reception is. The best, like. the best endings to all games are Super Mario Bros. 2. All the dream. No. All the dream. <laughs> I mean, yeah. No. There's been a few games with that. Yeah, it's such a rip-off. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was originally Doki Doki Panic. They just palette-swapped yeah, it. So. Yeah, but they didn't even need to have that in there. It was fine as its own game. Like, it didn't even seem like a dream. Well, I never finished Doki Doki Panic. Is it a dream at the end, or is it no, no fantasy world? I've only ever played Mario 2. What? what? <laughs> then how, what? Huh? What? How are you spoiling games that you haven't even played, Dan? What do you mean? What? Oh, you've only played Super Mario. That's the only one he's played. Yeah, yeah. I haven't played Doki. Uh, right. Hi. I've played bits of this and bits of that. Yeah. This is Hack the Dino. We function like humans here. It's <laughs> kind yeah, of. Barely. Speaking of functioning, I didn't mention what we've got coming up in uh, this episode at the top, because that's a new thing we're doing. We're letting you people know what we're going to be talking about. So obviously, uh, we'll already tick off uh, speaking to Carmine about Icebox Speed Gunner. And if you would like to play that before the official launch on the 19th, Carmine has been generous enough to give us some stinkies. I must say, Ben, yes. those stinkies won't unlock until 
the game is released. So okay, you'll so be able to uh, add it to your Steam library, but you won't be able to play it till the first, next Thursday. Hi, I know how to internet. <laughs> uh, on the 19th, you'll be able to play this. So we've got two of these bad boys to give away. Very generous of you. Thank you. You're so uh, shoot us an email, leave a message, uh, or just yell at me in the street. Don't work out a way to give it away. Yeah, I'm faithful. Yeah, oh, that's a good idea as well. Um, we're also going to talk about uh, PUBG hitting a record, which we're going to get into very, very quickly. Um, uh, uh, Kojima Watch has got an update. I will, really? Yeah. I've also got some news. Oh, do? Ooh, we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, we're also going to talk about comics for kids and Marvel and Disney licensing out their IP. Now, I spoke about this briefly last episode. We'll talk about that a little bit later on. And we also have Dan versus the world, where the score was Dan, you're on 31, and the world on 32. So it's very, very close. Oh, God. Rivalry. <laughs> But I'm first, I'm going to be like one of those wrestlers and just smash two beers under my head and drink them. And <laughs> one then... of, there's only one wrestler that does that. Yeah, Stone Cold Steve. Yeah, Austin. and then I'm going to swim in the beer. Yeah. on the ground. That was amazing. <laughs> and then Kurt Angle repeated it a couple of years later. Let's put it this way: if you beat me today, I'm going to smack you with a chair. How's that sound? Yeah, it's pretty much how I roll. Firstly, what have you been playing lately, Dan? Well, that was my news. I finally got my Steam box working. Hey! It only took me how many episodes ago did I mention? I seriously, a month and a half. Yeah, it took me a month and a half. It's only because like, I, had a, I first I bought the wrong motherboard, then I, because I'm a professional. Yep. Sent that back, and then I got it all working, and then um, I suddenly realised that the RAM was dead, so I wouldn't boot it up. So I sent the RAM back, and then the RAM came back, and then the RAM sat in my house. Okay. So let, so let me get through. You built the, the, the system, and then you installed what Linux or Steam OS? And so it's basically a tiny computer. Yeah. Like so it's about it's about a little bit bigger than an Xbox. Yeah. yeah. And with all which Xbox? Uh, one of them. Okay. Good, um, good answer. And it's, um, <laughs> so, all, so all the bits are all small versions for these, I can't remember what they're, the official term. And then, yeah, you basically just have like, your computer boot up Steam Big Picture. Yeah. So you can, you know. Did you buy it as one as a kid? No, no, I bought everything separately, separately. and made it, yeah. Okay. Okay. And it's awesome because, you know, it's Big Picture, it's yeah, basically yeah, a console yeah. thing, you get the Steam controller, so it's basically like having a console. It's so good. Right. The Steam controllers are great. So what have you been playing on then? PUBG. PUBG? Half-Life Black Mesa. That was going to be my... Icebox Speed Gunner. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're the only three games I have played so far. So is Dan one of the few people who's actually played Icebox? Yeah, well, it right. hasn't been released, so apart from testers, beta testers, and people like yourselves, um, really? press and stuff yeah, like that. I didn't so, know that. No wonder when I searched for it, I couldn't find it. So <laughs> yeah. I, had the, I had to put the key in and go, like, find it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought, this isn't very good. You can, it's it's only on the coming soon page, so it's not out there in the wild. Yeah. People can't buy it, so, um, yeah. Cool. We'll see, we'll see how we go. Well, uh, I'll be playing my SNES Mini. I have also been playing my SNES Mini. Yeah? What, yeah. Are you, what are your thoughts on Star Fox 2? Oh, I didn't have played that yet. Oh, you have to beat <laughs> the first level of Star Fox in order to unlock it. Oh, yeah, I'll never play it then. Yeah. <laughs> never if play. you like shooting triangles and other obelisk type <laughs> shapes, then boy oh boy, this game's going to be right up your shooting face. Shooting alley? Yep. Is it, a, is it open world? Yes, it is. And it's extremely difficult to control. Extremely, like the first Star Fox, you're on rails, so it's uh, oh, yeah. you know, you just go and I've never boo. played Star Fox. You've never, have you played, played Lola? They, they released a new, a new one, yeah. Star Fox 2, well, Star Fox 2 was a cancelled game and oh, it was pretty yeah, much yeah. almost finished, uh, but then Legend has it, um, uh, you're like, oh, this they, stuff's they, better than us, yeah. They yeah. walked in and, and saw what they were developing around the same time as PlayStation was yeah, uh, yeah. released doing their 3D stuff and they just went, no, nah, we're, not, we're not releasing this. So yeah. it is technically a cancelled game yeah. and it plays game. like a cancelled game. Right. Um, right. But, man, Metroid's a good game. Uh, I've never Super played... Metroid? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Never played Earthbound. Uh, so I started playing that and that's... Is that on there? Yeah, Earthbound's on there. That console's about that big, isn't it? Yeah, it can fit it's, my hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, friend, a friend was showing it to me. Great. You can just bring it around to a friend's house, plug it into HDMI. Yep, yep. HDMI and USB. So I've got a USB port on my TV. Yeah, so right cool. next to the HDMI. Just yeah, the, um, the only thing I don't like about it is the when you plug the controllers in, they haven't got the original... No, the you have to actually click open the front yeah, of yeah, the yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like this little hat yeah, 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 to yeah, plug them in. I'm like, when they're plugged in, I'm like, that doesn't look very How did the legit. controls feel to you? They're solid and awesome. Really? I actually felt they were a little bit lighter and a little nah, bit more. Nah, man. I, I play out a lot of Super Nesses. So do I. Mine's right next to my Mini. Maybe, oh. maybe you're comparing it to like all the new controllers, which all have a lot of weight to them, you know, like your Xbox controllers. No. Those things are pretty small. This is to a SNES controller. I'm going to yeah. investigate. This is going to be a better investigation. I thought they felt solid and good. Yeah. Buttons crisp. Oh, the buttons were fine. It was just the weight of it. 
So I'm just thinking maybe it's a mini. They I was impressed that there were two controllers in there, not like the, the Nintendo. The yeah. NES one had one controller, and I'm like, come on. Yeah. Oh, well, they rectified that. They made it a little bit longer as well. It doesn't matter because I live in a very, very small two-bedroom unit, so I can just sit on the floor like I was a kid, and it's fine. Not a problem. Um, yeah, Secret of Mana, I started playing that as well. Now I'm just deciding whether I continue playing it in the 16-bit or wait until the relaunch for the PS4. Uh, first world problems, I'd they're going to remake it. They are remaking it. Complete remake. Yes. Oh, maybe I'll stop playing that then. <laughs> well, how many um, games are on there? There's 20 uh, games. 20 on. plus 1. Because so 20, that's 21. 21, yes. <laughs> 20 plus 1. 20 plus 1. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so you've got Mario Brothers. Yeah. Um, all sorry, Mario, yeah, Super Mario World. You've got um, Street Fighter 2. Uh, I'm now on the hunt for Super Famicom and the US Super Nintendo. Just Minis. To, Collect, yeah, complete my collection. A um, bit of PUBG news. Uh, oh, for those, for those who don't know what PUBG stands for, mm. so just oh yeah, just, yeah. A, just a little game. Just before we go, just one very very quick little thing in my notes. Um, at the weekend at the Hybrid World Festival, I was there with Retrospect with our old uh, video games, showing people what it, what good gaming used to be. Dang it, get off my lawn. Um, and we were uh, had the opportunity to play uh, Tetris, but with the biosensors. It's the only game it came out with, and it only came out in Japan. It's a little sensor that you clip onto your ear, and it measures your pulse. And as your heart rate uh, starts to get heavier, the blocks uh, drop faster. faster. Oh, right. So you got four players. Just a flatliner of a person. Well, see, it this is the thing. Easy. We did it, and it was all pretty consistent until we got up near the top, and then it automatically started to drop. And we're thinking, oh, hang on, I wonder if this is actually working. So we played another game. But we paused it, I went for four laps around uh, the console area to get my heart rate up, sat back down, and it didn't appear to be much different. So it might just be a bit of a... I feel uh, like this, it, it, that was never going to work, eh? Okay? Well, there's a reason only one game was made for it. Mm. There's a reason why the power got sucked. <laughs> uh, I'm a big fan of Nintendo. I love Nintendo. They own my soul. And yes, the Power Glove did suck. <laughs> the only thing it was good for was in films. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Keep your Power Glove off her. All right. Yeah. Uh, PUBG, PlayerUnknown's Battleground, the indie sensation that's literally taking the world by storm, has just hit 2 million players. I'm one of them. And they have not even launched yet. Yeah, it's still in beta. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The game's pretty solid. For Is like, it? Well, you're both playing it. Are you so, playing sell it to me. I, I haven't played it. I've watched a bit of it. Oh, really? I, was, I was just speaking to a friend of mine it's just before I got here who's been playing it a lot, and I said, man, as, as soon as I get through this release, I want to get on board. But I'm not really a multiplayer sort of online shooter multiplayer well, you can type of solo. solo. But no, the thing I like, well, that would be probably, I'd probably find that less attractive playing against a whole bunch of randoms. But the thing that I found PUBG that's, that's attracting me is the fact that you can play with friends as a team. Yeah, well, you can play as solo. A pair or a team. That's right. The and pair's kind of cool. Yeah, and so playing with your mate, someone, mm. that, that's, and, that's and what I find. You get an advantage playing with people because if you get shot and you get killed in yeah. the game, solid, you're just dead. Where if you get shot in, in a team, you can go down, yeah, you can revive the yeah. people and stuff. Um, and and stuff. also, also, your dead mate can look out your eyes, can't they? So they can sort of... I don't know, I've never done it. I haven't got any friends. Yeah, so right. Like, no, so, so <laughs> he kills so, Yeah, so if, you, if you're playing as a team and you die, you can then... Watch the game through your dead friend's eyes. Yeah, wow. so you're not, allowed to, you're not allowed to look around, but you can still watch out of their eyes. So that's a help because I guess if mm. if you might say, "Hey, there's someone hiding behind that tree or something that they didn't see." So yeah, yeah, I, I, it's definitely a team game, and you definitely can't win solo. I've probably played ten rounds now. Mm -hmm. I only got it this week, right? And I've never killed anyone. <laughs> What's the best you've made it to? Ninety-nine. <laughs> oh, as it, as, no, no, I've made it quite good yeah. because like I'll never die around yeah, me, yeah. but like I have never killed someone. I have shot someone in the leg, <laughs> and I got you get points for everything you do. Yeah. But I've I'm very low. I uh, have only watched some videos of yeah. it because uh, whatever. I've got retro games, man. <laughs> um, but uh, it was a team video that I was showing, uh, and they had headphones and somehow had. Uh, can you have your opponents had? Uh, uh, voice yeah, yeah, yeah. So apparently through the game everyone can hear everyone else. So yeah. a lot of people apparently play with voice chat out of the game. Yeah. So they can see well this one there was a group of about five guys uh, and one of their enemies was hiding in like a little shed yeah. and it had one door so they got a car and backed the car up against the shed so the guy couldn't get out and they were each standing on the four corners of the house just yelling abuse at him and firing over his head and he's like, traumatizing him. Um, and then someone else was telling me that uh, another guy uh, walked into the door, closed the door, and there was a guy with a shotgun pointed right at his head. And the guy just told him, 
take your pants off and I'll let you out. He goes, no, I'm not doing this. Take your pants off and I'll let you out. So this sprite took his pants off and he opened the door and let him out. He had to run around the game without any pants. Nice. So that's my kind of game. Um, Kojima Watch. Uh, <laughs> now, uh, are we familiar with Hideo Kojima? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Death Stranding, he's, legend, he's currently uh, working on that with his own production company. Uh, he has released the images of the final pics of the Ludens figurines. Now, they're the, um, the mascots for his game company. Now, these figurines don't actually appear or will not appear in Death Stranding at all, mm. but he's released these figures uh, of his mascot. Yeah, right. uh, and it's high-end stuff as well. I think Hanabe are doing the Australasian uh, area model kits. Um, yeah, uh, way to get cash in, but it, I, I have no have they, idea. Have they released anything since the trailer, which came out no. a while back? Crab yeah. trailer. The crab trailer. Yeah. With Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. Yep. Um, nothing. So nothing's come out since then, apart from these, these. Apart from these figures yeah, for his, his mascot. He doesn't know what he's doing. I, or he knows what he everyone's doing. He, he he's operating do on another level <laughs> yeah. to everyone here. Whatever he drops, people are going to pick up. Don't worry about that. Oh, it's um, strange, but I like it. So, well done, Kojima. You know what you're doing. You have my permission to continue. Uh, Mars Shadow is out. What's that? That's a Pokemon. It's the latest legendary oh Pokemon. Oh, what do we ever talk about? Why do we always talk about Pokemon? Because Pokemon's great. So you can go to EB Games if you're in Australia, GameStop everywhere else, and ask for your card, and they'll just give it to you. You don't even have to buy anything. Hey, can I have my card? Here you go. Here's a card. Thanks. What scratch, they, scratch, what scratch. they give you? Uh, Pokemon. You put in a code, and you get a Pokemon. Legendary Pokemon. My Shadow. That's his name. Yeah, but for what Pokemon game? Uh, Sun, Moon. Oh, so the normal one, not Go. I was no, going to say, go. were you on the Go bandwagon back in the... On? Was I on it? Oh, dude. He had one of those watches that, like, went had? off. He didn't even have... Well, he's still doing it. <laughs> I've still got it. That's how he does that. I was playing on the way good. here. <laughs> I know. Oh, right, whoa. <laughs> hey, come on. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, not that no. He's an exercise king. Oh, okay. Well, not a king. Maybe, maybe a king in waiting. Uh, and finally... Uh, there is a Kickstarter out at the moment called Ojo, which is a switch dock projector. So it's a projector with a switch dock built into it. And instead of going to your TV, it goes through this projector and it puts it up on the wall. Oh, yeah, switch. Nintendo. That's pretty cool. So, uh, yeah, funny that. I talk about Switch and Nintendo one episode. Uh, so it's the Ojo. O-J-O. How much are they asking for that, do you know? Um, Kickstarter dollars. Lots of Kickstarter yeah. dollars? Yeah, uh, it's 10 Kickstarter bucks. And what are they asking for for the whole project for it to go ahead? You know? uh, is it hundreds of thousands or is it tens of thousands? No, I don't think the project's launched. I just saw a press release on oh, it. Oh, okay. um, Just I, making it up. Have I talked about Superhot yet? Did I talk about that last you week? You spoke briefly about it. Have you finished it? Yeah. No, no, I finished it yet, but um, I want to talk more about it. It's very cool. Go so for it. It's PlayStation VR. Yep. Um, I actually think, without a doubt, it's the best PlayStation VR game there is. Like, well, it's not really that much to choose from, is there? There's heaps. There's like 50 what, what? games out. You go one where you go on a safari where an elephant takes a dunk. There you, is uh, heaps. Anyhow, stop your insolence. In, in Batman, where you <laughs> juggle your bat rings. Oh, yeah, that's good, though. Spider-Man, where you don't actually swing. So Superhot was a game that came out on the PlayStation 4, which was just a normal game, and they made the VR version. It's basically a spy simulator. Kind of thing. So you put into these situations. You got your VR helmet on. You got your hands. So you use, you know, the. Uh, oh, I can use hands in this game. What are they called? Those things. Hands. Yeah, your hands. Yeah, if you got your hands, controllers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what are they called? Those things. Hands. Move controllers. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so you put into these situations where you come into a room and there's like you know five dudes standing in front of you and and time only moves when you physically move. Yep. And time moves faster, the faster you physically move. Mm -hmm. So you're looking around and you steal, you're like, there's five dudes there, there's a gun on the table, there's a knife over there. Everyone's paused. Everyone's paused, so you slowly start moving and time starts moving. And you pull down their pants, right? <laughs> you, can. you can. You can actually punch them in the groin. But can you? Oh, jump punch. Yeah, you can do all that. Johnny but yeah, that what makes it so satisfying. So you throw the knife at the guy and he gets down hit. And he drops his gun, everything always flies towards you. And you actually like to see the gun in the air, and you pause, you're like, I'll oh, just reach up and grab that out of the air, shoot all you guys, and it's such a satisfying game. You feel like you're the, the king the of this. Yeah, like, and at the end of the, of the level, when it's like you're, you're done, you just like, you don't drop your guns, like, dropping the mic, you know, yep, next level, thanks. Like, what, you can't take them with you? Yeah. Really? You run out of that, mate. Have you, um, played, have you played the. The original, it, it, the, no. VR, the VR version is a special version for VR. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a whole new game. Yeah, yeah. 
Because I imagine, yeah, you couldn't do the stuff you do in the VR yeah. and thing. Because you can, like, duck. You need a quite a lot of room to play this game. Mm. So, you feel, you know, you're walking around the room, you're, you're dodging bullets coming towards you, you're just, like, just watching them slowly go past. And you can actually, like, just chop them out of the air with a knife. You can chop the bullets in half. Or you can actually, if time's completely stopped, you can reach over and just pluck the bullet out of the air. If someone is... Oh, hang on, that brings up another question. But if someone's throwing a punch at you, can you stop and then punch their punch? Yes, you can do anything like punch that. Punch their punch. So if there's a dude like, you know, he's got his fist in the air, he's about to hit you, it's in mid-punch, yep. and you just freeze, it stops, and you kind of just kind of just go, okay, if I just go under there, you know, duck your head down a bit, and his arm starts moving forward, right, you so go under question. and then you nut punch him. <laughs> Junk punch. Junk. Junk punch. Um, so... What happens to all the momentum of these uh, forces? Or does so they're all still there. The so momentum's still there. So if you pick a bullet out and it becomes oh, reanimated... No, that, that's the only thing that doesn't work. That doesn't make sense, the bullet bit. Yeah. <laughs> you so, can block the bullet. Like, the, like, if you've got a gun, you can hit the bullets away. Right. Like, with your, like, just off your gun. And, uh, it's just... It's just fun, yeah. and it's so fun. One thing about VR sometimes is is the movement, like well, physical movement. Do you in this game? Do you the room still? never moves. Yeah, so yeah. you don't move. You're just doing a lot of it's ballet like dancing. Close, yeah, close yeah. quarters. That's what I said. You need a lot of room. Yeah. Yeah, no. I had two people punch my TV on the weekend playing it because they <laughs> ran forward to hit the dude and punch the telly. All right, <laughs> pretty good. Sounds like we all over again. Oh yeah. yeah, but this one's a little bit more dangerous because. You're like, you wouldn't be able to brace yourself. I, my, I watched my wife try to lean on a, on a crate in the game and fall straight <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> Love it. She actually did that. Like, she doesn't get in the games that much, but she was like totally into this game. Oh. Like I said with the VR, once you're in it, you are in it. You're nowhere else. And yeah, she actually leant on a, on a crate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you, oh, sorry, Claire. You're wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. Holy God. Same graphics, same moves. It looks like the arcade, man. Arcade, man. 16 bits. 16 bits. All I can say is... Killer Instinct, only on Super NES. Complete with Killer Cuts game music CD. It's totally... Uncensored. So who needs a new system? Hey everybody, it's Hack the Dino. We're back. We were just doing a thing that you weren't invited to. Sorry, awkward, but there wasn't enough room in the cubicle. I'm Ben Rosenthal. I'm here to work. Well, that's why I said there wasn't enough. You're still not picking up my hint. Uh, I'm talking words. Dan's over there talking some words as well. Words. No, just what? That was just one word. Word. Thank you. And joining us is Carmine Fantarella, the develop the sole developer of the soon-to-be indie Steam smash hit Icebox Speed Gunner. You can use that as a pull quote. Yeah, I will. I'll, I'll, says, I'll, says I'll that take guy. that little Yeah, yeah. This so guy, so no one knows. about shooting fridges, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's about making things super cold. <laughs> uh, we're talking about comics now. Yes, let's talk uh, about some comics. Yeah. I bought some comics in. You were saying earlier, yes. um, uh, come on, you were saying that you wanted you wanted to get your younger um, son into some, maybe some comic book yep, reading. Yep. So I brought in some stuff to talk about for the cool. young reader stuff. So I brought in um, the Amulet. Right. Uh, so the Amulet is a series um, for young readers. It's um, brought up by Scholastic. For those who don't know who Scholastic is, our dance employer. Oh yeah, my employer. But also, yeah, you would. Like, if anyone's been to the Lucky Book Club or the Star Club when they were growing yeah. up, that's Scholastic. Yeah. So they're, they're around. They're everywhere. So, um, so the Amulet is a ongoing series. Uh, there are seven volumes out at the moment, and um, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's also um, so it, this one is even though it's by Scholastic, which is in Australia, this is actually done by Scholastic America, which is called Graphics. Okay. Um, so yeah, so the the storyline is uh, it starts off with it actually starts off very grim. It starts off with a kind of a, a prologue of a family driving and they have a car crash and the dad dies. So there's a, have you noticed on a lot of kids stuff there is a lot of those parents dying at the start? Well, what about never ending story when Ajax gets trapped in the despair swamp? Is yeah. that Ajax? Yeah, Artex. That can't be. No, no, the horse is Ajax. Never ending, never ending story. Is that Ajax? No, sure. you're so wrong. No, I'm not. Can someone on the internet who's Look watching this on the thing tell me what the name of the horse in the Never Ending Story was, please? It's Ajax. It's not. It's, it's Artex. Urtex? Doesn't matter. Anyhow, 
Um, so you've got this, uh, so it starts off with a family death, and it's fast forward uh, to, uh, obviously it's a daughter uh, living and, and a brother living uh, with a single mum, mm-hmm. and the mum gets, they find in, they've moved house because of this tragedy that's happened, and they find, the, the daughter finds a amulet, obviously in the house, touches it, stuff happens, a monster comes and steals her mum, and, uh, and so then, then she uses the amulet to follow this uh, with her brother. I think it is. Does she go with her brother? Yes. To this fantasy world where the mum has been taken. And it's this huge, sprawling adventure. Like, full, awesome adventure. Um, really really well written. And to the point where there's a lot of adults that read the series as well. It looks um, awesome. The yeah. art is beautiful. It's done in like a... Um, it's kind of got that indie style, like almost web comic-y style, but like, like it's not traditional Marvel, like, or no, DC. Yeah, uh, it's no. a kind of indie style, like, very good, very great, uh, great, very um, clean. Yeah, yeah, very good monster designs, world designs, character designs. It's, it's, it's a great thing. Most libraries are into this; they love this book. So yeah, there's Vol- seven of them at the moment. Uh, they're twenty bucks, twenty bucks and seventy-eight cents each. Down at Greenlight Comics, up. number two, still got one in stock. Uh, at the moment, uh, How many are there? It's seven at the moment. Whoa! Uh, it's still going. So, it's one of my, uh, definitely one of the, the best young reader things that are out there yep. at the moment. There's yep. a whole bunch of other ones as well, but like, and it's for boys and girls. So, like, which is like, you know, it does have a female protagonist, Good. but it also, there's, there's got many. a brother in it as well? Yeah, yeah, there's a so brother. And are they basically going through the story together? Or yeah, yeah. Her story yeah, there's a boy and a girl here. Yeah. And all these rad yeah. other robots, there's pink rabbits that talk, yeah. there's everything. It's tentacles, but not that kind. <laughs> no. Not right out of the gut. Not hentai. No. <laughs> That's but, um, on our other show. Hack the... After night. Hen, uh, after hen, hen, hentai the dino. Yeah. Do I have time to talk about another one? Yeah, we've got yeah. heaps of time. So, and I brought another one in. Um, this is one, a collection that's just come out through my beautiful company, Image. Um, and You're a beautiful company. You're the owner now. Uh, it's a beautiful company that I love. Um, so it's called God Country. I was hoping you were the owner because I got some pictures. <laughs> I got some words that I've done. <laughs> Can you look at them with your eyes? Anyhow. Um, Why are you Southern? No offence to you, the Southerners. <laughs> wow. What? what? Wow. Um, so God Country, let me talk about my comedy. We do have a lot of listeners in America, by the way. I know. It's at least a million. Um, so, I mean, God, let me talk about my comic. Okay. So, God Country. Talk about uh, It's a standalone volume, as in, like, a standalone story, so there's only one volume, so you're not going to get hooked in for, like, The Walking Dead and, you know, 28 volumes. Um, it's basically uh, a, a modern fantasy story. It's about a, a, a family. With a big sword. It's a big sword. It's about a family who have, have like, a grandfather or a dad, that, you know. As most families do. And um, he has like chronic Alzheimer's. Um, He's turned into a very grumpy, you know, hateful person, says horrible things. He doesn't know, you know, what's going on. It's about like, and then, um, so he's like, it's it's, it's kind of pulling his son's family apart, his son's wife and daughter and stuff like that. And then um, one day this um, big, gigantic sword comes down from the sky. (laughs) Sweet. And the old outside man grabs it. When he grabs it, he's completely fine again. Does he feel foursome? No. Um, and he finds out that this, is, this isn't just a sword. This isn't just a cosmic sword. This is the god of swords. Oh, so ev- every sword that's ever, you know, yep. hitting another sword anywhere in the universe, that is this sword. Like, right. as in, like, he is fighting everywhere at once. Do they follow a sword religion? And kind of. It, it talks do, do to they, them. Okay, do they go to um, sword day school? That's not even a joke. Do, do they... <laughs> He's trying to work his window. Yeah, it, they're not even puns either. That was <laughs> terrible. That was terrible. Are you a dad? I am. All right, you're a dad and you've got <laughs> I've got my fish and yeah, Did you know that? That when you're a dad, the government sends you a joke book? Yeah. Officially. It's official. You get the official dad joke book. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so, oh, no, I don't know. So, um, <laughs> That's why. So, I should have mentioned as well, this was written by Donny Cates. And it's da- and Donny it's Cates is awesome. He's just signed a Marvel exclusive. Yeah, yeah. Hell of a writer. And, um, and it's drawn by Jeff Shaw. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a beautiful book. It's twenty seven dollars and eighteen cents. Um, I'm not going to get much more into it. All that happens very close to start. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of thing as well where the the, the, the the grandpa gets all these powers and stuff, and then like you know, and of course you know there's, there's forces coming that want the sword. So like a uh, Swarton, Sword, Lucifer, 
loose sword fur. No, Beal not anything sword like that at all. But um, <laughs> but it's a, it's a really good read, and it's image. You know, when when image takes a you know a chance on something, and it just works out. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful book. God you know what else image should take country. A, you know what else image should take a chance on? You? Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I've been reading like oh, I read. This is something that you can uh, read with your son. The yeah. latest uh, Usagi Yojimbo and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles crossover. Is that just the one that's in the volume one of the saga? Is it in uh, color? Yes. No. Oh, so. Yes. Oh, I can't remember. No, it's not. It's black and white. Yeah. It's black and white, and it's it's awesome. It's just a great little story. A little is, bit of time travelling in there, and it's... Is that rad. the one where they pull the turtles into his well through meditation or whatever? Like, uh, kind of, but no. Like, all right, I'm well, trying to remember if it's the same it's story. The one, it, it's how, not a new Ninja Turtles. It's the original one that they did it back in the start. No, 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 no. No. So it's a new Ninja it's a new, it's a new story. So they you, get turtles out of the uh, lab. Like, they need the turtles to help Usagi. And the they, Usagi already knows about the turtles? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, so it's a new story. Yeah, cool. so they pluck four turtles out of the river and... Say some crazy words, and the turtles go, bloop, 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 and they're there, taking over the bodies of these small little guys. Yeah, and, and they help out. Found out that uh, uh, Usagi's name is uh, uh, Miyamoto. Usagi Miyamoto. What? Yojimbo means bodyguard. Yeah, and Usagi means rabbit. Yeah, in Japanese. But his last name is Miyamoto. Oh! No, sorry, his first name, Miyamoto Usagi, instead of Miyamoto Musashi. Hey, I get it. there we yeah, go. Yeah. yeah, I'm a big Miyamoto Musashi yeah, fan. Right. Um, so yeah, that's... are you going to play um, uh, L5R, Legend of the Five Rings board game? Didn't he write that book? Yeah, that's what he wrote in his uh, Hermitage. Okay, yeah, yeah. So they visit the, the, Japan. So the new the new games out the card game collectible card game is a really that I was wondering if that was what it was based on. Yeah, it it's is actually based on that. Yeah. Wow! We sold out on the first day. We bought so many copies of the starter set, and it's got it's a it's a board, it's a card game that has a subscription to like comics. So every every week at the moment they're doing, I think, or month, um, you get a pack of cards come in like a comic order, right? And that goes so everyone has the same cards. So wow. it's, not, it's not like a chase thing, you know, where they make you like Pokemon, yeah, where they make you buy yeah, this yeah. gift pack you don't need. So yeah, you subscribe to this game. They're called Living Card Games, and um. So yeah, so there's a bunch of people that have subscribed to that. So if you want to get into that, come down to the shop and get all over it. All over it? All over it. We sold out at the moment, though. Oh, so don't come in <laughs> no, now. You can still come out and put your name. We've got, new, we've got new stock coming in. Yeah, you got a ship. No. Immense. A ship, man. Yeah. Um, beat that out. Yeah. Hey, a little bit of, uh, speaking of beating things out, Marvel Legacy has sold 300,000 copies. Okay. Twice as many as... DC Metal 2. Really? Yeah. Because we... My... Your store isn't indicative of the whole world, da world Dan. No. Despite that it's correct. We have, we, have, um, we have around about... I mean, we don't have massive amounts of like severe stuff, but we've got about 22 people down for, for metal. Yep. We've got three people down for... But this is the one-shot, the legacy, like the reboot. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Marvel just had this big... I'm yeah. just explaining to you. Yeah, yeah. Marvel, no, we, had more than that. we had a lot more than that. Uh, Marvel just had this big, epic crossover thing that they do every six months, uh, yeah. where Steve Rogers was an agent of Hydra, and then turns out, oh, no, he wasn't. He's something else. Yeah, what um, was he in the end? Uh, his personality was split in two or something by Cubic Corbic, which is the uh, uh, the personification of the Cosmic Cube and all that other. <laughs> anyway, this was the relaunch to reset yeah. the status quo, uh, and it told a few little stories like the new Ghost Rider and um, finding a, uh, a Celestial, and these names mean nothing to you, but uh, yeah, it was their soft reboot. And apparently it's done very, very well. It sold 300,000 copies. So, well done, Marvel. Um, something I noticed earlier as well is that IDW has picked up the license to not only the Star Wars kids' stories, um, based in the current trilogy, uh, but also the license to Big Hero 6, which is based off the Disney Pixar um, film, which was based off a Marvel comic. And rumours... <laughs> <laughs> tangent, tangent, tangent. Uh, Marvel, for a while, uh, has been rumoured to be uh, licensing out some of their properties to other comic book developers because Disney doesn't give two hoots about the comic book art. They just want the characters uh, for their films and their TV shows. Uh, so I'm wondering, Dan, is this the start of 
Marvel and Disney licensing out their characters and not actually publishing any floppies anymore. No. No? No. Nah. They've done it with two of their properties. One of them is Star Wars. Star Wars! It wouldn't hurt them. Oh, it would hurt them, but it wouldn't hurt their stories. No, but like IDW is just sitting back and, and just collecting all these uh, properties, all these licenses. That's what IDW does primarily. Yeah. Uh, you know, they've got the whole Ghostbusters. Hasbro, Ghostbusters, they've got Masters yeah. of the Universe, they've got Voltron. They don't have Dino Riders. So uh, Ted Adams or Chris Ryle, if you're listening, I know you do, uh, get Dino Riders. Do you remember Dino Riders? No. Sorry. Dan? Yeah. You remember Dino? The men that ride Dino. They look like the, they look like the mask toy. Right, hey, let, me, let me pitch oh. it. I'll pitch it to Carmine and see if he thinks it's awesome. Right, so, <laughs> like these these guys, they're running away from these aliens. Yeah. Right. And these aliens want their uh, special crystal to get power. So they uh, go, no, no, we're gonna we're gonna outrun them. I know. We'll go through time. So they go through time, just as the bad guys lock on the tractor beam, and they go through a wormhole and end up on prehistoric Earth. Oh, we crashed. What are we going to do? Oh, we'll just stay here and we'll, we'll befriend the dinosaurs and they'll help us build this yeah, utopia. The and then the bad guys land and they go, oh, we need the step crystal to go back home. So they go, oh, yep, thanks. Well done. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Uh, so, yeah, they go back home and, uh, <laughs> sorry, they, they go back home and the, the bad guys are there. Now, the bad guys are there and they go, oh, we can use these dinosaurs weapons to get that step crystal. So they use the step crystal, uh, sorry, they use their uh, brainwashing techniques to brainwash the dinosaurs, and after they brainwash the dinosaurs, they put lasers on them, and then they use those lasers to go and attack the good guys, but the good guys have already found out about it. I just want to say that was really smooth for anyone watching the Facebook. <laughs> go back like, and watch the Facebook stream, like, that was seamless. Even, even for those of you who know what happened is someone knocked over their, our back, uh, a backdrop. A drop and whilst Ben was explaining the plot of Dino Riders, he was trying to put it back up. Anyway, I'm not done yet. Uh, so yeah, basically, the good guys become friends with the dinosaurs, then they put freaking lasers on it, and we get a big old war with guys and lizards dinosaurs, riding dinosaurs, lasers. firing lasers. That, that already yeah. sold me just on dinosaurs and yeah. lasers. Yeah. So, uh, Dino Riders. riding them. Sorry? And men riding them. And men riding dinosaurs. Are there any ladies that ride the Dino Riders? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she, uh, there's one, I forgot her name, but she oh, has empathic capabilities. Gender equality, uh, Dino Riders. That's right. And on that note, we're going to play Dan versus the World. Now, come on, you've not heard this before, have no, you? No. Right. I guess we can see who the real fans of the shows are. Um, so, very basically, as I explain each and every week, uh, I have three songs. I will play the first five seconds of one of those songs. You'll take it in turns to ask questions so you can try and guess it. After those five questions, come on, you have an opportunity to guess what the song is. Uh, sorry, what the game is. I'm saying songs. Guess what the game is that the song comes from. Uh, if you get it right, you get the point. If not, Dan has a chance. If Dan gets it wrong, it is a draw. Uh, we're going to see if we can play it over the uh, raucous background. It is getting pretty raucous. It's, it's very it's raucous. It, it's the raucous. And I don't think it's going to get any better. Oh, it's no, the, the raucous saw instead of the rancor. Oh, look at the picture. Oh, yeah. Course, yeah. yeah. All right, here we go. First song. Okay, question number one, come on. Remember, you take it in turn, so you don't want to give anyone anything away. So what sort of questions can we ask? Like uh, Anything besides what's the song. Okay. Um, is this... Uh, Be broad. Yeah. Yeah, it's right here. Bring it down. Is this game from the 90s? Uh, ooh, uh, no, I'd say 80s, late 80s. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. Ooh, what, what's, what console is it on? The Commodore 64. Oh, that's actually something that I used. I, I, was, I missed out on the whole NES thing. But Commodore 64 sounds like it could be His a little NES thing. Yeah, little yeah, NES thing. I, I, I was going through Yumi or something back then, and I was already a PC gamer by then. Oh, I didn't mention Commodore 64 Mini. How about that? Yeah? Yeah, did you not know about no. that? No. They announced it the day that SNES Nuni was released. Commodore 64 Mini. That coming. would be up my alley. Yeah, well, it's coming. Wow. There you go. Okay. Uh, anyway, Dan. Yeah, yeah. So Come you, on. You're, you're now. Okay. Um, was this ever an arcade machine? Uh, like a 20 cent? Or was I, it only Commodore 64? No. What? It, I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe under a different name, but yeah. What genre of game is it? Uh, it's a side-scroller, platformer, fighty so fight. Platformer, side-scroller, 80s, Commodore 64, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, question number three. You can ask the hints. 
Um, was it multiplayer? No. Can I have a hint? You can. In order to uh, play this game, you'll have to be quite the Arthur Dodger. The what? Artful Dodger. Artful Dodger? Or did I mispronounce a word there? Ooh, who knows? I don't know either. I know. Come on, question number four. Yeah. Um, um, did this game, is there any magical abilities in this game that the character has? Uh, Does the character have magical abilities? I'll say a soft yes. Okay. <laughs> Dan, question number four. Hmm. I would like to hear some more of the music. Mm. You would, would you? Right, okay, we well, can certainly hear more music because I'm going to play it right now. Go. I don't reckon I've ever played this game. I reckon you would have. I've never hardly played a Commodore 64. Well, it was on the arcades as well. It, oh, here's a free one. It's also appeared on other consoles. Come on, fifth and final question before guessing time next round. Um, so, slight magical abilities, sort of. Yeah, kind um, are you, are you, is the protagonist male or female? Male. Alright, Dan. Fifth and final question. And then we have to guess? Yep, come on, has to guess and then you have to guess. Um, does it... What? Does it what? What company made it? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, well, I know now that uh, the character's owned by Capcom, if that helps. I'm not sure if they did make it. Yeah, that'll do. That'll do? Alright, come guess. on, guess. You gotta guess each now? Yep. Gee, I don't have many. I don't have many games I would even be able to no guess, way. but I'm gonna guess something like Gauntlet. No, Dan. Uh, the Guiana Sisters? <laughs> was that, that was, was that? No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't even on Ghouls and Ghosts. Uh, yeah. Was there a game called Ghosts and Goblins? Yes, same one. Just oh, it's the same. Yeah, it was Ghouls and Ghosts on Commodore 64. So Ghosts and Goblins was the same game, but not on. Yeah, so Arthur is the character that you play with the snappy things. That anyway, was actually a game I did play. So we're on. Dan is still on 31, and the world is on 32 because that was a draw. Okay, here we go. We only get one guess Number two, song number two. <laughs> You get the idea. Come on, question number one. Um, <laughs> deep thinking happening here. Is this game, uh, are you a soldier uh, in this game? The protagonist. Uh, you 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 have guns and okay. armor. Okay. If that helps. Yeah. Uh, Dan. What was it? What's its original console? Or what it was originally on? Well, this version is from the Commodore 64. What's with all your Commodore 64? Comedy 64. Commodore 64. It's up my alley. Yeah. It, it's almost like I did some investigating and, and skewed the songs to uh, a particular point of view. <laughs> But I do recognise that music. You do? I think I do. Uh, yeah, it's possible you would. Come on, question number two. What was your... Oh, yeah, yours was the, was the console. Um, is it a top-down... Yep. Yep. Top-down... Dan. What's it top-down? Top-down. You're looking at Zelda. the character from the top-down rather than side-scrolling. Ah, yeah, I don't know what it is then. Oh, okay. Well, second question. Give me a hit. Uh, you'll need to smash your way through things to finish this game. Come on. Question number three. I know what it is. Does it have a movie tie-in? Not to my knowledge. No. It, it, it kind of had a... Uh, if, if it's the one I think it is, it kind of had a homage movie. I'm going to take a guess. Is it Smash TV? Yes, it is. Smash TV. I was going to say something like, clap myself. Commando <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. That's very rare I that you get was, one. I thought it was the Doom music. It fully sounded oh, like yeah. that. But that was on Commodore 64. Yeah, I know. That's what threw me. No, you're Actually, right. I thought it was. Right. Oh, yeah. man. Actually, that would be interesting to play that play again. Play that again. Did you know the Doom music? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. You went and played the Doom music. 
Yeah, wow. Okay. That's what I thought it was. Great call. Third and final yeah. song. Now, this one might be a bit of a trick. No, no, Oh, we're at 32 apiece, by the way. Here we go. I thought you'd be all over that, yeah? It's not a game. It is. Is it used in a game? That's it's all. used in a game. Come on, first question. It's like a 1950s uh, game show or something. Um, can I say what it's originally? What I know it's No, from? it needs to be the game. Oh. See if I can just say what it's I know So it's, it's actually from. taken from something else? No, no, there's something else that's very popular to use that song. Yeah. Which is uh, not a game. Okay. Which is a cartoon. Is it... Is the cartoon... Is, okay, is the, cartoon, game, the cartoon came out first, did it? The cartoon's got nothing to do with the game. The anime came out first. If that was your question. Yes, the anime came out first. Before the game. Before the game. Okay. But it's not based, the game's not based on the anime. Dan, second question. Oh, game, sorry, first question. Is the game based on the anime? Yes. Yes, it is. Didn't we establish that with the first question? No, no, I got confused. <laughs> Good. Come on, second question um, from you, from your mouth. Is it a Western, is it made from a Western market or is it a Japanese? Uh, it is an anime. So, Japanese originally. But very popular out here. This, Wait, are, this side are we guessing an anime or a game? You're guessing a game, baby. Yeah. Play it again. Can you? No, your next oh. question. Play it again. <laughs> oh, is that your question? I think it's time to blow this thing. Get everybody in the stuff together. Okay, three, two, one, it's down. Such a good song. I don't even know if there was a game. Alright. <laughs> Come on, third oh, question. I'm Oh, just, 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 um, just some, broad, some, some blanket. What, what's the console, or what, what did it come out on? Uh, PlayStation 2. PlayStation 2. Uh, Dan. But, this is going to be my question, actually. Yep. So you're saying there's yep. a game that uses that song, which is not avert, it's not the game of the thing that I know that song from. I'm saying... That this is a game that appeared on the PlayStation 2 using the intellectual property of the very popular anime with the same name in part of the title. Because I didn't, didn't know that that was true, so now I don't know what the game's called because I don't know the whole title. Ah, oh, well, and I need the exact title. <laughs> Internet. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come on. Question number, what are we on? Four. Um, so... Did we establish it was a side? We haven't established if it was a side-scrolling platforming game. No, we haven't. It's a uh, third person over the shoulder, looking from behind, smashy, smashy, punch, punch. Give me a hint. <laughs> a hint on on something that I don't know. Okay, <laughs> here's a hint. It stars <laughs> Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> Oh boy. <laughs> it's not that you knew I knew that. It's not what I asked. I don't know. Look at him, he thinks he's so funny. He's laughing so much. Oh, he's broken now. He's going to ruin the podcast and cry. Question number four. Um, oh, no, five. This is five. Oi. Question number five. What was the answer to that one? It starts. Uh, it's Cowboy Bebop. 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 You've never heard that word? No. Oh, you, you should watch Cowboy Bebop. I, Seriously, as I soon am... as this game launches and you've got some downtime, get Cowboy Bebop. We could do a podcast just on Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. I know many Australian comic book artists, and that was their influence. That and Dragon Ball okay. Z were like their big things to want to get into it. Anyway, game. I'm just going to guess. Yeah. Because I don't know, so I'm just going to end this with either Cowboy Bebop well, the it was, game. It wasn't even your turn. So Cowboy just Bebop the game. No. Is there such a thing as Cowboy Bebop the game? Alright. We're just going to go... Take a guess. Come on, take a guess. Um, just say... Oh, uh, yeah, I'm just going to make something up. I've got no idea. I wouldn't even be able to guess game. I'm going to... Oh, sorry. That's yeah. terrible. Um, is it... Cowboy Bebop the electronic adventure for Spike Spiegel? <laughs> yeah, no! Cowboy Bebop, Serenade of Reminiscence. I've never even heard of that. You've never heard of it? it existed. All oh, right. Really? Just to be fair, I don't know if this one was came out. Did the movie come out yet? Yeah. Yeah. Did you watch it? Yeah. 
What'd you think of the new one? Just as a side. That was with, it was an okay um, movie, but like if you love Ghost in the Shell, you didn't yeah. get much out of it. Yeah. Yeah. But, but it looked great. Yeah. So at the end of that round of Dan versus the World, we have Dan on 32 and the World on 32. And I'm really going to get a trophy made up. Trophy is going to either the World or going to Dan at the end of the year. Who is this world? Oh, it, it's all of us. It's, it's within it's all of us. It means it'll get kept until I win it. <laughs> <laughs> it's everyone but you. Yeah. The world is everyone but you. We have been Hack the Dino. We are a fortnightly pop culture podcast who use P words way too much. Uh, <laughs> you can see us on all the social media things, Hack the Dino on Facebook, where you can also watch this live streaming video and see me put up curtains while desperately trying to continue my uh, story of Dino Riders. Uh, we're also on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to get in touch with us, go to our website, hackthedino.com. Come on, do you want to plug your uh, your fantastic indie yeah, game? Yeah, please, please go check out my game. It comes out next Thursday, Adelaide time, called Icebox Speed Gunner, run and gun 3D platforming game. If uh, running and gunning is your sort of thing, go check it out. Uh, we're not in America, so probably not. It's first person. Well, first we... person, running and gunning, yeah. You got a website that we can check out? Yep, gamesofeden.com is, uh, is uh, yeah. the studio that I work under. And um, yeah, you'll find all the links you need from there. Uh, you can have a look at us on Twitter, Games of Eden. Have you thought about doing a sexy patch so all the equipment that the enemies are naked? No, <laughs> no, no even better. Do what, they did, do what they did on Doom and do the Swedish chef. Uh, I, played I, that I played a Doom patch that was like a hits from the bong one, and you were collecting bongs, and it was like, it was all just like... Uh, for those kids listening, bongs are um, currency used by uh, liberal Doom people, people. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, they, they buy many, many hits. And it had um, it was a lot of um, Cypress Hill samples in there. I, I, played a, I played a lot of Nukem 3D, which didn't even need a patch, and that already had the... Alright, so uh, we're going to go away. We're wrapping it up now. Dan, plug your thing, and we'll uh, we'll leave and continue. Plug your thing? Plug your thing. Greenlightcomics.com. Well, uh, you can check it the out. The loudest place in the universe. It's it's good. I, I'm enjoying today. You, um, if, if you people watching this, can stick around and see me pull the curtains down and reveal what's behind this. Ooh, special sneak peek. We've been Hack the Dino. We will see you next fortnight. <laughs>